everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sunday Lunch Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope everyone is doing super well. Harrison and I are doing well, I think. Yeah, we are. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> if you are tuning into this podcast for the first time, after you listen to this one, go back and listen to our other episodes and follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Lunch Podcast and our Facebook page is also at the Sunday Lunch Podcast. And after you listen to this episode, go follow those accounts and tell us what you liked about this episode or comment down below on Podbean. Either way, let us know what you liked about it. Yep. All right, so what are we talking about this week, Abby? We are talking about how we can go about our day-to-day lives keeping our eyes and our hearts fixed on Jesus. Okay, so a big question we're going to be answering today is how can we practically worship Jesus in the day-to-day mundane and center our days around Him? Um, So we wanted to make this podcast um, reflect not only the times that we are in right now in March of 2020, which is regarding the coronavirus epidemic, which is plaguing the nation uh, and people's fears about that, but also just when we get over this hump and when we are back in our day-to-day mundane and back into our regular schedules, um, how we can seek Jesus out uh, during during that, during those times. So... Mm -hmm question again how can we practically worship jesus in the day-to-day mundane and center our days around him so we are gonna break down i have four things written down i might be missing some though i might be missing one or two um that you can make an argument for but we'll be talking about the types of worship and like what worship is and so the four that i've written down are listening to the preaching of god's word singing worship songs slash listening to them. So like actually listening, not just hearing them, but actually listening and paying attention to what they're saying about Jesus and about God. Prayer is number three. And number four is reading God's word. Uh, And I have a little hyphen next to it, daily. Um, That way you can get our spiritual edification. Uh, Daily is the best best way to get into the word. And, you know, if I'm honest... uh, Abby was holding me accountable earlier, and she was also holding herself accountable, but just that we we struggle sometimes to practice what we preach, uh, that we, oh, are yeah. not, we are not perfect creatures. Uh, no one is. Um, and that due to our sinful condition, nine times, ten times out of ten, you know, uh, we are going to choose sin over Jesus. And it takes not our own power, but God's power in being able to turn us from that sin uh, towards repentance and uh, with his love we we're able to um, focus our eyes back onto him and realize that what he's done for us is worth our praise so let's see so let's let's i'm going to start off with singing worship songs plus listening to them because this is like my favorite kind oh, yeah. of yeah. this is the way i worship the best take it away and I myself personally have a Spotify playlist called Praise and Worship. Uh, if you want to, if you want to actually, if you don't have a playlist or if you're on Spotify, it's I, I mean it's fantastic. I've been compiling this playlist for five years now because it's 2020 and it started in 2015. 
So it's uh it's very good. It's got tons of good worship songs on them and you know yes, there are worship there is worship music on popular Christian radio. I was actually having a debate about this back when we were at UGA with some friends. Um, just discussing the the importance of the Christian the mainstream Christian radio uh, versus actual worship music and that sometimes mainstream Christian radio will have worship music on it but not all music played on those radio stations is necessarily uh, worship songs that um, that you know your heart can be turned uh, and fixed on on God and praising him and so a good thing to fall back on that you can always know that that it will almost always be a worship song is just a traditional hymn, mm-hmm. um, and uh, on like uh, for instance on my Spotify playlist my user my, I think my handle is HHVTOL I'm not sure I think that's my Spotify handle, um, but you you can go follow that playlist and I have tons of Shane and Shane on there fantastic worship guys, um, just that kind of music that that turns your heart towards God and yes it can be positive and uplifting and that's what those Christian radio stations kind of claim uh, but really it's the ones that that kind of speak to your heart and say you know they, they lift your eyes toward 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 Jesus and say wow this music is very um, it's I don't know help, help me help me Abby what, what am I trying to say if I'm being honest, I was looking up a quote. <laughs> However, I did have a thought of just that. <laughs> Anyways. That's okay. We could honestly talk about the debate of Christian radio stations in an entire other podcast episode because there are pros and cons to anything and specifically Christian radio stations. However, I have found my Spotify playlists and things like that to be my the way that I worship well in my car along with podcasts, yeah. but it's really easy for me to listen to those songs and actually hear the words when I'm doing nothing but driving. I'm just mm-hmm. focusing on the road, focusing on driving. And it's a time where my mind is kind of cleared. I think we all have that, mm. those very thought-provoking um, things when we're in the car. It's very thought-provoking, yeah. and especially when we are listening to Christian music. I know there's been many times that I've been listening to artists like Audrey Assad or Hillsong or something like that, and it's brought tears to my eyes just mm. being able to focus on the words and the, the beautiful melodies that are coming out mm-hmm. of their voices that just make me even make me see God even more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a playlist that I've been building and it's called, I think it's called like hit your knees kind of worship. And so nice. that's where I put like all of the, the ones that I feel real, like I could probably drop to my knees and cry and start praying too. Yeah. What's your Spotify handle? Agpresk? Um, A-G-P-R-E-S-C? No, or? that's my Instagram. I think it's prescottabby one Okay. Classic. Well, um, we'll, we'll, we'll put them in the... In the uh, show notes. Yeah. So that's music. Music is great. I think I was... Aside from just Christian music, I was listening to something today that was just talking about how music brings 
everybody together. Hmm. It's like a universal language. Yeah. And I think that's what people think of when they hear the word worship. They, they immediately mm-hmm. jump to, oh, we're going to be singing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of how we've modernized the term, I think, in the Christian in the Christian lifestyle. So next, we'll be talking about listening to the preaching of God's word. Um, another thing that has the key word listening in it, uh, because listening is different than hearing. And mm-hmm. um, so do you want to talk about this one? Oh, yeah. I love. So when I think about listening to the preaching of God's word, I automatically think of podcasts because for our generation, the podcast has become more popular. They've mm. become more we listen to them all the time in our cars or on a run. Actually, side note, but I can remember the podcast app being on like my early iPad yeah. and being like, What is this application? Yeah. I have no idea what this is. And now, look, here we are making look, a podcast. Yeah. Anyways, so here are some podcasts that I listen to on a fairly um regular regular basis basis. yeah my words words are hard guys so and these are just come up these are on apple podcasts i think and probably spotify podcasts as well so one that i really like if you want to just get some straight bible knowledge just facts just straight facts is it's called the bible binge and they go through stories of the Bible and characters and stuff and break it down and break down their lives and how God used them. The Passion Podcast is really good as well. Um, Tim Keller. Tim Keller has one. The Tim Keller Podcast. Mm -hmm. It's on there. The Grove Podcast is something that's also put out by Passion City Church and it's focused more towards women because they have an annual, they have a monthly I think meeting at it's called the Grove and it's like a it's a women's meeting um the Passion City Church podcast they put out their sermons weekly I really like the behind the scenes podcast it's put out by Jeremy and Audrey Roloff they are authors they wrote um, a love letter life which is a book that Harrison and I really like and we have felt have found it to be really helpful. They're just a Christian couple kind of dialoguing their lives and how God's working in their life. Um, A Couple Things podcast is also one that I really like as well. It is put out by Sean Johnson and her husband. Sean Johnson is an Olympic gold medalist in gymnastics and they're Christians and they also just put out content about their lives and what's going on and what God is doing in their lives at that moment. My last one would be the That Sounds Fun podcast. It's put out by Annie F. Downs, which is also an amazing um, speaker and author. She writes devotionals and books. She grew up in Athens and went to the University of Georgia. Nice. Go dogs. Go dogs. And she's really cool. She puts out uh, funny content that's God-breathed. So I love podcasts. They can be very entertaining, but also focused on Jesus. Yeah. And um, right now in our current state of affairs in March 2020, uh, we cannot attend public meetings of church sessions or stuff like that. But um, listening to live streams and listening to to the Word of God being preached, that's Mm -hmm. that's essentially really what it is. All right. So number three is prayer. So this one... Uh, 
I especially love, mm -hmm. and I find myself, ironically, doing it the least, uh, if I'm honest. Um, and the thing that's incredible about prayer is that it's so, it is literally, you can present your worries and anxieties and fears and sins and literally everything you can present to Jesus himself uh, when you pray and when you end with amen. Um, and whenever I'm finished praying personally, I feel so, I just feel so light. Like I feel so like, like yeah. there's been literally a weight, like a burden lifted mm -hmm. off because I've actually, um, I have felt the weight of confession and the weight of having to bear that load, like be lifted off for me. Yeah. Um, and that is the beauty of prayer uh, is that it is literally the, the direct line to Jesus Christ himself. Um, and I think that that's really a, a way that, that Jesus brings glory to himself is when his, um, his beloved pray to him and, you know, find their comfort and their rest in him through prayer. Mm -hmm. I think that is, that's why he made it. That's why uh, he is definitely yeah. why prayer exists is so that, um, so that Jesus can call his beloved to himself and that we can admit our shortcomings because we are sinful creatures. And so, yeah, I have found myself in the season of life that I and Harrison are in right now of uncertainty and having no normalcy. I found my I have found myself going to God in prayer, not just when I'm sitting in my room and doing my quiet time and reading my Bible, but just when I'm struggling in the midst of when I'm super anxious or just upset and confused, just praying, God, I don't know what's going on right now. Please just give me some peace. And I praying, not even with my eyes closed or with my hands bowed or with my hands closed or with my head bowed, just eyes open, washing dishes, doing, mm. praying, just when those thoughts come, praying my praying through them and God working through those prayers and it it works guys and sometimes praying you automatically don't feel great right after you pray sometimes God doesn't give you an immediate sense of peace hmm. but we just have to have faith that those prayers are being heard because it says that every single prayer is heard and I looked up a couple verses that thought were really good. Um, James 5:16 says, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. And it also says in Jeremiah 29:12, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. So this is assurance that when we are praying to God, that he hears us, that he hears every single word that we have to say, and he wants to hear us. Yeah. But we also have to think about and remember that the the 
thoughts that we have and the things that we ask of God, he is going to answer them, but it might not be in the way that we think we need or want. Mm. So, and I, I mean, I am preaching to the choir right now. I need that and need to be reminded of that as much as any of y'all do and Harrison does. I need to be reminded on a daily basis that yes, my prayers and my requests are heard, but God can answer my prayer in the exact opposite way that I ask it. But Mm. that's for my good. And I've seen that many, many times in my life where I have prayed to God for something and didn't, and the exact opposite happened. And while I was going through that, I was frustrated with God and like, hey, why did you do this? This is not what I asked. But on the flip side and looking back, I can see that it was for my own good. Because God's plan is always greater than ours. Yes. And I wanted to chime in there. Not that only God hears our prayers, but he listens. Uh, again, being specific and with that jargon. Um, but that every... Uh, through prayer and supplication, uh, the Lord hears and listens to our prayers um, and answers them. He answers every single one. And just like Abby said, maybe not in the way that we want or desire, but uh, he, he will answer them. And it will be for for His glory and for our good. Mm-hmm. Uh, because ultimately, um, He's going to He's gonna get the glory. He's going to be praised. Yeah. Uh, whether Satan tries to throw a wrench in it or not, and tries to ruin the whole party. Uh, God's gonna get glorified, and He wins the battle. So, oh yeah, and in First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen, it says, "Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you." Mm. The last part is just so great for this is the will of god and christ jesus for you like it's so specific in that language and it says for you Hmm. like this plan is for you it's so personal and specific and i just love that yeah so our final our final uh type of worship is reading god's word and preferably daily um and this is something that a, a lot of Christians and a lot of people would admit is can be hard to get into a rhythm of, but that uh, if you do and once you do, uh, it is it is so refreshing and that that spiritual food that we long for and we desire and we need to feast on is waiting for us in in God's word and um, I think that I think a practical way to approach that is not only to, to just read a little bit every day. I mean, you don't have to tackle, you know, a whole chapter a day. I mean, that'd be fantastic if you can and if you can focus for that long. Uh, but for this, the fast-paced life that we live nowadays, um, I mean, just verse memorization, just choosing a verse and looking over that verse every morning, trying to commit it to memory. There are plenty of fantastic verses to memorize. And don't go to ones that you already know. Uh, find a verse that you don't know as well and and read. But see, what I'm saying is, and this is what comes up what I said earlier, you're going to have to read the chapter and read through uh, the books of the Bible to figure out which, uh, which verses uh, speak to you the most and which ones um, are good to commit to memory. Um, and, I mean, Google has some suggestions too. So Yeah, you can 
Google has really good suggestions on what a quiet time looks like. The Bible app by YouVersion has tons and tons of topical things for you to do your quiet time and books of the Bible, things like that. And with that, with verses and commentary, commentary is great on verses, especially when it's written by very respected and godly pastors and speakers. But you also have to be careful that you don't take those uh, words as gospel because the gospel mm. is the Bible. Right. And while they might be speaking truth, you got to go back it up with the Bible yeah. and you've got to pray over the words of the Bible and not the words of the commentary. Mm. Yeah. So it's just something that my leaders and mentors in my life have reminded me of and just gave caution because we do have really accessible access, especially in the United States, to devotionals and which that's very easy to just go to a devotional for quiet time. And those are good. However, you also need the digging in the word and praying over those verses and thinking about those verses in the word of God and not just taking the words of the devotional, the words of the author. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, well, I don't think, I know this is the end of the podcast. So Maybe. Oh. I wanted to. She's I'm, got a tidbit. <laughs> I do have a tidbit. This is what I was um, Googling when Harrison asked me to comment, and I said I was Googling a quote. There's a book that Louis Giglio wrote. It's called The Air I Breathe, Worship as a Way of Life. And I haven't read it, but I could tell you that it was probably really good because Louis Giglio is a great pastor and author. Um, but I just wanted to read a quick synopsis of his book and what he talks about. And it says, when the subject is worship, the stakes are high. Because worship is what God is all about. Worship should matter to you simply because it matters to God. And worship matters to God because he knows he's worthy. I know that doesn't sound too persuasive in our me-centered culture, but it's true. Worship doesn't begin with us. Worship begins and ends with God. And God is worthy of all praise from all people for all time. God is the center of everything that exists above all. All the little gods of the earth, he alone is the creator, sustainer, originator, life giver, beauty maker. That's why every glimpse into God's presence throughout the pages of his word affirms that God dwells in endless praise. So that's just a little explanation of why worship and fixing our eyes on Jesus should be important to us on a day-to-day -day basis. And I pray that... Y'all are encouraged by this, and I also pray that Harrison and I put these practices into our own lives even more, because there is always room for improvement. Hmm. Well, uh, thank y'all so much for listening and tuning in, and we will catch y'all back here next Sunday. Stay healthy, um, stay happy. And, and stay away from humans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next week. Bye.